and welcome Hoosier fans to another episode of the Doing the Work podcast. As tonight, Jeff Marlowe and I will give you a quick update from the Women's Basketball Media Day that happened on September 22nd. I'm your host, Kathy Amos, and along with my co-host here, Jeff Marlowe, we're on Doing the Work, the newest show on the Back Home Network that's dedicated to covering IU women's basketball. And as we do most shows, we start our show with our banner moment. Tonight's banner moment actually came today on the 5th of October. So both Grace Berger and Mackenzie Holmes were named to the all big 10 preseason team for the second year in a row. This is a momentous, momentous occasion for the program showing the program's ability to recruit, develop and retain talent needed to become a sustainable and winning program. And our banner moment as always is sponsored by Homefield Apparel. Homefield Apparel is constantly releasing new schools or updating the products of, for current schools that's in their existing line. So you're bound to find something that you want or somebody in your friends or family would want. And don't forget, holiday season is not too far around the corner, believe it or not. So whether you want only IU, IU gear, other college, or even NFL teams, Homefield Apparel probably has something for you. And if you haven't been to Homefield Apparel, Go now to homefieldapparel.com and use our promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code HOME to get 15% off. Again, the website is homefieldapparel.com and wear one for the team. All right. Here we go. Oh, you're adding music. I'm adding a little bit here, so I'm getting ready to kick it over to Jeff. We're going to kick it to Jeff, who is a former high school, girls high school basketball coach. So we're going to send it to him right now for Jeff's coach, uh, for Coach's Corner. So Jeff, what is on your mind tonight? Well, Kat, I, I, I totally agree with you about the banner moment. Obviously, that news came out today, so I, we, we wanted to go with that. But I will say I, I want to put in the fact that what was going to be our banner moment we had this schedule last week was going to be, if you have not seen this Workaholics, go to Instagram or know somebody that does. But Yarden Garzon, Yarden Garzon had an Instagram photo of her in her IU gear, her foot on a basketball, and her caption was uh, blank Purdue. And, and it just totally, I loved it because that was like, here's a freshman and, and traveled 6,000 miles to understand the rivalry, you know? And, and so I thought that was awesome that Yarden um, uh, put that on her Instagram. And I'm sure that we all can fill in the blank there. Um, and if her court on the attitude is the same, it's going to show that she's really a Hoosier early on in her career. And once a Hoosier, always a Hoosier, as we always say. But I will say this as well about t coming in tonight and talking about media day. Um, and then with the news that came out today about the the Big Ten preseason pre rankings and stuff, just an ex I finally feel like we're starting, Kathy, to get some news really kind of maybe on a more regular basis now. And that'll lead to us having more content and stuff as well as we head toward the season. Yeah, absolutely. So I think uh, we'll definitely start seeing things rolling out. We got preseason things coming out. And if you haven't checked it out, um, Grace and McKenzie both were nominated for several preseason awards and watch lists as well. Again, um, we won't get into it all here, but go to iuhoosiers.com um, and you can find the articles there or make sure you follow them on Twitter if you're not. Well, and maybe before talking about Media Day, Kathy, I'll throw it to you. What did you think of the preseason team ranking? It, had, it, it was Iowa was the consensus number one team, but then – 
uh, the media and the coaches had IU and OSU flipped. One right. poll had them second. One had had IU third in the league and vice versa for Ohio State. And then Maryland was the consensus four. And then one one group had Michigan fifth and another had Nebraska fifth. So what do you think of the – do you think that's about – and I would I'd like to see maybe some first-place votes in that. I, I really think those are the three teams, though, that are going to be at the top at the end of the year, and I think it's going to be a fun race. Yeah, I, I do too, Jeff. I mean, um, I, I, I'm, I was actually just talking with a friend about this earlier today and he was asking me my thoughts. This is kind of similar to what you're doing. And I haven't delved enough into the other team schedules to really understand in terms of if yeah. they have a much harder conference schedule or not yet. I mean, we've looked at Indiana's, but I haven't looked at the other schools, although I'm not sure that it matters with the schools that you mentioned in the top. It does matter in order, but mm. I, I think uh, I, right now it feels like, again, not knowing Iowa's schedule in detail, it feels like Iowa's uh, conference to lose right now. Yeah, and Caitlin Clark and Caitlin Clark was the, I would say, unanimous preseason player of the year, which was a no-brainer, I think, coming into the season. The other thing, too, Kathy, I don't know if you saw this one yesterday. I forgot to mention to you, we were texting back and forth. Uh, Charlie Cream had updated his um, early bracketology, and he had IU as a number three seed and hosting in Bloomington still. So, so okay. I thought, you know, some good news that that was released yesterday or the day before, but I think yesterday. Okay, good. I'll have to go look that up. No, I haven't. I just, I must've missed that one. So, um, all right, Jeff. So we're, we're doing our best attempt here at trying to keep it to a short program. So how about we delve right into media day and what I, I thought we would do. So for those who maybe don't know, um, media day, um, highlighted of coach coach, of course, coach Morin, um, and then Sydney Parrish and, um, Chloe Moore McDeal. I thought from those three, we'll start with them and just each of us pick one highlight that we want to talk mm -hmm. about. And then if we still have time, there were some interviews with Jim Coyle for Grace and McKenzie. Um, we can touch on those that were coming. They were much shorter, obviously, than the actual media day um, interviews that we had with uh, the three that I mentioned. So mm -hmm. um, hopefully that works for you. And if not, we'll wing it and we'll do whatever we want because, you know, it's our podcast. So, so with Jeff, um, I'll, I'll put it to you first. So let's start with coach Moore. And what is the first thing that you want to talk about that came out of her, her media day? Uh, I'm going to kind of combine two things here, Kathy. And that's, um, that's where cheating. she, I, I know, but I, <laughs> but I think they go together. I really do. She talked a little, she was asked specifically about kind of the recruiting process about her recruiting philosophy and the fact that they've had some success in the transfer portal, even before it really became the transfer portal. Um, and, but also the fact that she, she made mention that you still need some four-year kids, some high school kids are going to come stick around for three, four years and such. And that's kind of where the Grace Berger falls in, the McKenzie Holmes falls in, but yet you still can't just kind of sit back and wait for every class to come around. You got to still be active. And I think she felt like she was had to find some, some shooting in this portal. And that goes out and gets a Sarah Scalia, a, hopefully a Sydney Parish will do what we've seen her do at Oregon and in her high school career. And so I think she felt like that had to be, and that was the, that was the one thing. The other thing, then she was asked about bench depth. And I so badly wanted to say, you have to make them be deep. You, you, you can't just go seven. I know it sounds I'm being negative, but there were just too many times last year where we had opportunities to get a seven, eight person rotation kind of going. And we stuck at six, six and a half. So she says, she, you know, she made the comment that she hopes to have more depth and we're welcome to the idea of being able to have depth. And then she also said that, but you know, you only get experience by playing. Well, that's true. And, and I know when you're trying to fight for seating and then so we it's hard to give away games, but I just say we have to find a way with, especially with kids like Chloe Moore McNeil 
and, and who, who, who I like, and I'm not sure she'll be a star, but she has to get minutes. Um, Yarden has to get minutes in my opinion. Uh, I'd love to see Caitlin Peterson get more minutes uh, and, and so on. So I think, you know, we really have the opportunity here and don't have to overwork. She made the comment that, you know, McKenzie and Grace and Allie and Nikki were all capable of carrying that kind of load. Well, I was also one of those where I would like to be like, I'm not so sure that was true at the end of the year when they were, you know, kind of, you know, run, you know, getting, especially since Mac was hurt at that point. So there were some things there. I wanted to be like, yes, I agree with you. And I hope those come true, but I also want to be like, let's actually do that and not just talk about it in the press conference. Yeah, absolutely. I think the the big thing I had was the same thing you had, um, which was her hopes and expectations to have a deeper bit bench. Um, so the, 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 the secondary thing that I kind of took away and I'll combine two as well, then if uh, we're going to, we're going to play that game, that'd be great. Let's do it. Um, it's our show. Kind of, yeah, it is our show. We can do it. We can change the rules on the fly if we want. It's amazing. Um, so the two things that kind of stuck out very similar to what you're talking about with the bench play, but the, the thing that I really loved hearing was about Chloe. So in a quote, she had a great, fantastic summer, and she has the opportunity to not just start, but to also also play big minutes. And so we've been talking a lot about guesses to a starting five and who might be there and who might not. And we put Chloe in and we've taken Chloe back out and we put her back in, I think a couple of times after hearing that from Coach Morin and the fact that Chloe was made available on media day, to me, I think I'm slotting her into that that um, first um, starting five. I think that Chloe is probably going to have a breakout year. Um, again, this is all speculation on a you know 20 minute interview from Coach Morin and some other comments, but we've been hearing that from other people that are close to the program as well. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and then she also just reminded people that transfers aren't new for her, right? Like Allie Papberg, if as much mm -hmm. as we think of her as being at Indiana for forever, she wasn't. Um, Brenna Wise was also another huge transfer in the program, and so you know. It, the fact that they they like to look for that fit, both of the need of the team as well as the personality of the person, I think that fits well. Also kind of plays along with why probably Sydney Parrish was also selected to go to media day with um, with Chloe. And I, I will add on to that a little bit that she did mention in that press conference in that media day availability about how they had had some injuries during the summer, some things that they were coming, some kids getting over some stuff, maybe some nagging stuff. Didn't sound like it was going to be anything coming in that you had to worry about once practice started. But again, kind of the, the typical what we get from the IU women's program is they're pretty tight lipped about any injuries. And I think during the summer, there was, you know, we had somebody who texted us or or put in the community about somebody being seen as, as yeah. nursing an injury. And we really hadn't, you know, she made no mention of any specifics but from what it sounded like there would shouldn't be anybody being held out of practice come uh when they started practice which i think they started the end of last week or the beginning of this mm -hmm. week yep that's what i think too so um all right well let's move on to sydney parish so sydney was also um made available on media day um do you have any one or two comments from her that that stuck out to you that you really liked hearing um I think I'll just kind of, I'll pick on this one. It was just about the recruiting and how she yeah. talked about that. It felt a little awkward at first, but she, but she had been through the recruiting process without you. And that made me feel better because there have been some times when you've kind of had questions about how, how aggressively we've gone after some of the high profile in-state talent. And Sydney was a pretty high profile recruit in that class. 
And so I really liked hearing that Coach Morin had done a good job and, and just didn't get her at that point. But the relationship was still there. And I think and the way Sydney phrased it, it just it didn't take it didn't have to rebuild or build a relationship. It was still kind of just they, almost like they picked up where they left off in the recruiting process from a couple of years ago. So I liked hearing that part about how that, you know, not only was she looking to come back home to Indiana, per se, but to get to the home state school because she felt like she'd built a pretty good relationship with Coach Morin and the staff back then and so I think that really tells us some things about what they're doing on the recruiting trail as a whole yeah I, I agree and um she was made she was asked specifically what made IU a fit and she said she kept her options open um but this was like you mentioned one of the reasons was she could go back home but she said this in the media day and as well when she had her interview with Jim Coyle it's because she wanted to be on a winning program that is known nationally Mm -hmm. um, and has a winning culture. And that made it very exciting for her to come back. Um, I thought that was really great, right? Cause she, I'm sure she had other options. Notre Dame has also been around a long, long time in women's basketball. And I, I would be shocked if that wasn't on her list as well, still close to home and also a winning program. Um, to me, this says a lot. And we've been talking about this quite a few, quite a bit over the last year, since we've been doing our show together. Um, the culture that coach Morin is building is important because of being able to get recruits and to be able to sustain it. And mm -hmm. I think this speaks directly as a fact <laughs> to what coach Morin is doing and how it's working. And so to me, that was like the, the, cause she repeated herself twice. Like I said, media day interview, Jim Coyle interview, and she was very consistent in why she was coming. I know. And, and I want to point this out too here, Kathy, the thing I noticed in all of the player interviews was that, the team, it, it's going to it'll have a lot of the same principles. I imagine they meant defensively, but it's going to be, it should be at least at the beginning, a different look team, a little bit more three-point shooting team than what we're used to, which you and I have been, you know, had been, as, as far as on the show last year when we kind of got going with this, <laughs> just desperately, like, please shoot sure. some threes and make, make some three. threes. But <laughs> but I thought that was the one thing that stuck to me with kind of all the player interviews was yeah. a lot of things going to be the same. But it's also a different team, not just because of personnel, but because style is going to change. And I felt like I took that to mean more offensively than defensively. Yeah, I, I did, too. In fact, um, Jim Coyle tried really, really hard, right, to get that out of both Grace and McKenzie when he did the interview with them about he really was asked them, I don't know how many times, is this team better than last year's team? Is this team better than last it's year's different. team? And it's different. And, and McKenzie was very adamant saying, I'm not going to say which team's better or worse. This team's just different, but yes, consistently, I think all four mentioned the three-point shooting on this team, and even um, Coach Morin did too, of course, mentioning Sarah Scalia yeah. and her comments. So uh, with yeah. all of our people that we heard talking, they all were consistent and, in saying they think it'll be a better shooting team. And one of the things that Sydney really talked about, and because she was the one person in the transfer portal, portal that I saw, and I always saw the Jim Coyle interview with her. Uh, but talking about just kind of building chemistry, I'd like to really know what they did. Wouldn't you really yeah. like to kind of, yes. what kind of things did they do to get those? Cause you got, what'd they say? Seven new seven. people, seven new people acclimated to seven people who were held over. So who, you know, what kind of things were they doing to kind of build that? Chemistry? I know they were playing. I know they were doing that stuff, open gym, things like that. But what were they doing as far as hanging out together? Were they going on some excursions somewhere? I really, you know, we kind of interesting to know what they mm -hmm. did to try and help build some of that camaraderie in the team. 
Yeah, absolutely. Sydney mentioned that specifically. She said the team had yes. gotten really close, but the day before or just a day or two before media day, she said they did another team building. Um, I don't know if I would call it an exercise, but a team building activity. And she said the the girls, women went into it thinking they didn't really need it. And they came out even closer than they went mm -hmm. into it. So that, that I think is really great to, to hear as well. So that they're definitely trying to build that. Yes. Yeah, so they had four freshmen, three transfers all coming in. So seven newbies, newbies with seven returning players. So speaking of returning players, let's move on to Chloe. So what, what kind of things did you um, gather from her media day presence? Other than just her being there was was great to see. I, I, yeah, I, I like the far part when she talked about she feels like her, the next step in her development is defense. Yeah. And I think there's some ways for that gets her more minutes. And, and because she's athletic, she can guard multiple spots if she puts her mind to it. And then also the things that her athleticism allows her to do in the offense is going to just it just is going to allow her to get more minutes. So if she can get to that defensive level that Coach Morin's been desperately, should say desperately, that Coach Morin wants in her program. And at times I think she she's felt like Chloe and some of the other kids off the bench weren't quite there. Now last year Chloe to a certain degree played almost out of default because once some of the kids got hurt and we had you know like Mac and stuff, we started playing Chloe more. But she and she, but she proved she belonged. So now for her to say that that made me feel better about her understanding of what the game is for her at that level. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And um, again, Jim Quills in his interview kept asking her a few times, what just happened for you last year? And she just couldn't quite put her finger on it. She's like, just something clicked where I knew I needed to work harder. And Coach Morin pulled me aside after a game and said, we just need more from you. And I just found another level. And then she said, and I want to continue that on to defense this year um, is to grow her game on that side as well. So I, I liked hearing that. Um, she also mentioned the team bonding session as well, just like Sydney did. Um, the other thing that Chloe Chloe um, said that I believe, I know I heard McKenzie talk about and perhaps even Grace, but I know for sure Chloe and McKenzie both mentioned was Allie Pappard. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't want to overlook the importance, which we knew when she came back into the program as onto the staff. Um, they've all talked about her. She's been a great teammate. She's been a great friend. And now she's transitioning into this mentor for them and that it's very important for them to have her around the program still. So um, I th those were um, two common comments I heard um, from a couple of the players as well. Yeah, uh, and I think Allie will be a big part. I think you will see Allie Patberg go up the coaching ranks pretty quickly, in my opinion. Yeah, I th it feels like she has all the makings right there, right? She definitely has the knowledge. She had the talents when she played, and she she clearly is passionate. <laughs> so I think that all translates, in, and it sounds like it's already um, you know transitioning her from player to mentor for the coach. So. Um, so we have a few minutes left here, Jeff. Is there anything else from Grace or McKenzie that um, you thought was um, interesting to point out from their interview with Jim Coyle? Uh, part of it, the one with Grace, I, and part of it, I think, is just good team speak, where she talked about how she felt like it was the most complete team from top to bottom yeah. and the team she's most excited about, even with the unknowns. And I get that. I'm sure that, you know, you're not, she's not trying to say anything bad about the kids, you know, the team's previous, but um I do think she has a point. I do think she's right. I think when you, especially on the offensive side of the ball, I think that, that this may be Terry Morin's deepest offensive team. You, you know, you throw in Grace and McKenzie, we know what they can do. And then uh, Sarah Scalia, who was an all big 10 performer last year, Sydney Parrish, who played at a high profile program. All right. Those four, we hope for. And then 
a Chloe and Alyssa Geary, but also the freshmen, especially with Garden, is there's a lot of things being said, still kind of kind of under the radar, but rumor mill type stuff that she end up may be the one that moves into that starting role. And I think Terry Morgan even said that she could mm-hmm. play anywhere basically from a one to a four. And so that's that to me was the biggest thing with Grace. I think that's where we're going to see the biggest difference in IU is this is on the offensive side. Because I think there's going to be so many barring injuries that this they're going to have more weapons consistently than they've probably had in Terry Morin's tenure at IU. Yeah. Yeah. So what coach said was Yarden has a chance to be a really, really good player. You could see her. You might be seeing her at the point or even all the way out to the stretch four. And yeah, Grace said that this is the most complete team from top to bottom and the team she's most excited about, even with uh, the unknowns. And she's excited about how many offensive weapons we'll have that they really have not had in the past. So this, you know, if we weren't excited before and then the schedule came out, we became even more excited. Now we start hearing comments and we start seeing, you know, small clips from practices on Twitter. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's hard for me to understand how October is going to go fast enough for us. <laughs> um, so, um, Jeff, any any other questions that this brought up for you? Are there lingering lingering questions? Did it present new questions for you after hearing all the interviews? It's not so much a lingering question, but it'll be. I'm more actually kind of from the co- former coach's side of it, Kathy. Is I get a real sneaking suspicion we may not see a consistent starting five. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I think you may see mm-hmm. more, A, competition for spots, and B, I think maybe Terry Moore will try to play matchups a little bit more. I think, or even make other teams forced to match up. For example, if you want to put Garden in the starting lineup, then you really become a pretty tall, that becomes a pretty big starting lineup. For example, if you play a Garden at the one, um, and I think maybe that may be the one lingering question. We're all kind of figuring out who's going to play the one. I'm still not sure that's really going to matter. I, I still have the opinion that you're going to see Grace Berger with the ball in her hands quite a bit. Maybe not a traditional point guard one role, but I think you're going to see Grace facilitate a lot of that offense to get it get it in, initiated. Um, so what about you? Got anything you still lingering in your mind? Um, I, I think I still have the same lingering questions. Um, I feel better about them, which my main two coming into the season are team chemistry. Are they really going to be able to, to build it again? You have half of your team is brand new. Um, I feel better about it. I really do. There were, you know, a lot of comments, very common comments among the players about all the team building and team chemistry that they've already built up before even practice started. Um, and then of course the bench play. Um, I, I feel like coach Morin mainly helped me feel better about that, but I'm still a little nervous when she added on the comment of, well, I do understand you have to play to get better. So it's still like in the back of my mind, it feels like maybe our freshmen and even some of our sophomores, we won't see as much as perhaps we would like to see them. So that that's my biggest lingering question. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll just pass this one along as well. As and Quang mentioned it in the workaholics with the chat, they they did announce the other day that I mean, Monday that the wall posters are now available, and I believe you can order those from the IU website, the IU yep. athletic website, uh, both men and women. And then also, who's, reminder by Hoosier Hysteria is this Friday night for the men and the women. I will admit I'm not going to be watching it this year. I'm I have a 
football game I'm doing here locally on the radio, so I won't be watching. I, I, and I after watching it last year, I'm not sure it was worth my BTN Plus subscription at that point either. So, right. but that's that's my personal opinion. But so I won't be able to watch it this year. But um, yeah. those are just kind of a couple things for our fans who listen to the podcast or are watching us live on YouTube. Absolutely. Thanks for that, Jeff. Yeah, I will be watching. I um, They had some special on Big Ten Plus where you could get like an all schools access for a year for some, you know, for Big Ten Plus, some cheap amounts that I got earlier this summer. So I went ahead and signed up for that. Um, I haven't used it once, um, but I will definitely use it this Friday. So I made sure I could still log in and I'm ready to go. So um Yes. And if you haven't ordered posters, and I know there's been a few um, comments here and there in different areas that I've seen around the costs, just remember it is going to the players. At least a big portion of that money goes to the players for NIL. So um, $12 may seem like a lot for posters, but in this day and age, you really don't get much for free anymore. And you really are supporting your own um, school programs, both men and women, if you buy one of each. So um, just maybe keep that in mind when you see the sticker shock if you haven't yet. So. <laughs> um, well, with that, Jeff, I think we'll just talk quick about programming info. Um, so we don't, again, have an exactly scheduled podcast, but I'm sure we'll be back soon. As Jeff mentioned, we'll start having more news coming out. So hopefully you'll see us a little more regularly in October here as we lead into the season. But follow us on Twitter at, at DTWIU Women's Basketball WBB for news and info. Um, you can also just Google um, or search rather on Twitter doing the work and hopefully our accounts will um, pop up for you. Um, you can also keep an eye out on the Assembly Call Twitter account. We usually um, tag each other in all of our posts so about program. Speaking of Assembly Call, they are scheduled for their normal show tomorrow at 9 Eastern and 8 Central. So with that, Jeff, it's time for our last call. Um, what um, last thoughts do you want to leave us with tonight? Yeah. And I didn't look at the schedule, Kathy, but you know, it just feels, you know, it gotta be about a month away. You know, you, you know, here we are it. October, um, the November 4th is our okay. first game. Yeah. Ex so a little less yeah. an exhibition game, but a little less than a month from actually seeing them on the floor against somebody else. And, and so that, that month is going to go pretty fast and, and, and just got to say another, looking forward to another exciting year. This will be our second, you know, kind of our first full year, really, because we started this podcast kind of in the middle of, uh, or at least a couple games into last year, because we, we kind of, you know, floated around and all of a sudden it was like, yeah, let's do this. So, but yeah, so starting our second year of, uh, uh, with the IU women and hopefully everybody's been enjoying the podcast. We want to appreciate everybody who's out there listening and, and watching live on our YouTube feed and, and stuff. Keep help us spread the word. I'm still a big believer, all the things you can do to get your name out there, but the best way to spread the, spread the word about something is word of mouth. Tell your friends and your, you know, their IU fans and, and get them to listen. And I think they'll enjoy the show. Kathy does a great job when she's hosting, you know, and she carries me. So, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I but, feel the you know, same way about you, Jeff. So yeah, but still, anyway, you know, spread the word to your friends because we're 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 enjoying the show. We enjoy talking with you guys as well, you know, interacting with you guys in the chat and 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 such. So, but help us spread the word. Yeah, absolutely. And um, for those of you who aren't with us live at this very moment, you can come see us do the the show live and be part of the live chat that uh, Jeff mentioned, the, the workaholics. To do that, you can go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash assembly call and follow us there. Also, if you haven't already, sign up for the free IU Hoops um, email newsletter. It comes out every Sunday. And then after every men's basketball game, they also send a, a newsletter out then too. Um, also, you can uh, join our... Um, 
community that you have at uh, assemblycall.com and look for ways to join. Um, I want a special th thanks to John Ringer of Riggs Design. He did design our new logo, so I have a different one up in the corner today if you're watching on YouTube, trying out some new ones as we we kind of go around. Um, it's really amazing. Hopefully, um, we'll be able to figure out how to maybe get some stickers or shirts or things out there, too, for anybody who's interested. Maybe it's just me, Jeff, and I don't know, my mom and husband. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll get stickers and hand them out to my friends. It'll be all good. But wouldn't it be neat to have a shirt with the logo on it? Yeah, we can it wear would it for be. the show. Yeah. I know. Maybe we need to reach out to Homefield. So we'll maybe. see. Maybe. Um, but most of all, as I'll echo what Jeff said, thank you all for those who are, again, listening and watching live in the chat or later on on whatever podcast fee or on YouTube. We really appreciate you. We wouldn't be here doing this if it was just Jeff and I talking to each other. So we do appreciate you being here. So again, with that, we'll be back to talk IU hoops again soon. And until then, keep your elbow in, your eyes on the rim, and let's go Hoosiers. Good night, everybody. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.